Hello, and welcome back to the Living in Jesus podcast. I'm your host, Ross O'Hare, and with us today, we have Ben Brezina. How are you? Hey, Ross. Good. Thanks. Good. Awesome. Good to have you. And today, our topic is identity and how we get it, what it is. So it's obviously a very important topic. It's a topic that the world around us asks that question a lot, and so does the Christian world, is who are we? And obviously, the answers are all over the place. People find their identity in all sorts of different types of things. You know, some of them include our job. Some some of them include our family relationships, our family dynamics, our abilities, our race, our gender, our nationality, our likes, our dislikes. Again, the list could go on and on. But I guess the question comes back to this first one is, why is it important to know our identity? Yeah, knowing our identity is really important because it gives us a sense of self which is really connected to a sense of worth or value. Mm. We all have this deep need to feel valuable. And in that is tied to this idea of I need to see myself as something Mm. that has worth and value. And so if I find my worth in what I do and I do something that other people praise, then I say, that's that's who I am. Mm. I'm this. I'm a football player. I'm a teacher. I'm a... CEO of a corporation, and that gives me worth and value, which in turn solidifies myself, I mm. think. It also gives us a sense of belonging, right? We get our identity from our family name, mm. and that tells us who we're connected to by yeah. blood. That meets another deep need, which is to belong. Or maybe it's, I belong to this organization, this corporation, right. or this team. Yeah. And so that gives us a sense of belonging, and we love that identity because it meets that need for belonging. Mm. It also is connected to purpose. The way I see myself is connected to the purpose, which in turn has implications for what I do with my time. Yeah. So if I see myself as a football player, let's say, then I'm going to spend my time with my teammates practicing, yeah. lifting weights, running, working out, doing the things that, that I do. And it's the same with a person who's in Christ. If mm. I see myself as a person in Christ, I'm going to be displaying his life and love. Mm, yeah, it's so great. Obviously, there's lots of different ways that we can try to find our identity, a lot of different avenues and arenas we can explore. But I guess the next question would be is, then how do we find or form or get our identity? Yeah, well, we all come into the world knowing nothing, right? We don't mm. know who we are, and we start searching. I think yeah. that's a that's part of the maturing process. You see it a lot in middle school, going into high school, kids yeah. searching for who they are. And I remember when I was in high school, I got the nickname Big Ben. Yeah. And that became an identity that I embraced. Mm. And so we can get it from other people, what they say about us, how they label us. Yeah. Uh, my size, my physical size got a lot of praise, especially on the football field and sure. in athletics. And so yeah. that became something that I was proud of is my strength and size. So Big Ben was a name and identity that I took on. And we can get it from our nationality. We can get it. A lot of the things you said earlier on, yep. we look and say, what gives us worth and value? What's significant? What makes me unique right. and valuable? And we adopt that. But I would argue, and the point of this podcast is to say, hey, God wants to define who we are. Mm. That's funny because in high school, my nickname was Rossum, which is pretty cool because I am awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and so we're not going to reveal those that are negative. There's a lot of negative names that we can get, and they're connected with shame, and we want to distance ourselves from that identity. Mm. But a lot of times people put those identities. You can have an identity as an addict or a homeless person Mm -hmm. or a criminal, and those give a a sense of shame, especially socially. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, identities can be negative. 
And we need something that gives us worth, though, and we want to find something. In order to stabilize us, we need to find something that gives us value. Right. And so what we need to do then is find an answer that's more long-lasting, that's more concrete. So to figure that out, what does God say about who we are? What identity does God give us? Yeah, I think God is the best person to give us our identity because he created us. He knows why he created us. He knows who we are, and he knows our purpose and all those things that we're looking for. He can tell us and... And what we see in Scripture that God says about us is He says that you're created in God's image, mm-hmm. and so you have a, we have intrinsic value right there. I'm the image of God. What does that mean? It means that we're created to be connected to God mm-hmm. and to display His likeness, His life into the world. Yeah. So there's an idea that flows through Scripture, especially for those who have placed their faith and trust in Jesus Christ, that they've received the Holy Spirit. They're now temples of God. Mm-hmm. So God says that we're temples. That's a container of his life. Yeah. That gives us great value. Yeah, it does. I mean, we're connected to the God of the universe by containing his life. There's no greater value than that. Yeah. As a believer in Jesus Christ, we're his children. He's adopted us into his family, the mm-hmm. scripture says. Yeah. So that gives us a sense of belonging. We're mm-hmm. connected into the family of God. And he says he's never going to kick us out of the family. Right. So we have that security and significance of being connected to God in that family structure. And then there's also this idea of being a new creation. Mm. And if you've done a lot in your life that you're not proud of and that people can tend to, we can tend to define ourselves by what we've done, either positive or negative, Mm. man, what a gift of grace that we the old is gone, yeah. the new has come. We have been forgiven, we've been cleansed, we've been made pure, and now we're new, and that's a huge gift. Yeah. I don't have to view myself as what I've done in right. the past and yep. the shame that goes along with that. Yeah, that's the thing, with the, how it's so different than the world, is the world literally only puts it on what you've done, what you've accomplished, what actions you've done, and that's who you are. And that's the end-all, be-all of how the world defines your identity, And how when we try to define our identity using the world around us, then we look at our accomplishments or our failures, and then we determine who we are by that. And that's amazing that God literally flips that on its head and says, no, it's not at all about what you're doing or what you've done or what you will do. It's about what I say, right? And then literally takes away the pressure of having to live up to this make-believe identity we put together in the world and it's incredible, because if we put that identity together, and then we go out in the world and we fail at that identity, then we're, we're back at square one, and we're asking the question, who am I? Yeah, it's I, destabilizing. Yeah. yeah. Whereas God comes back and says, well, it doesn't matter. Okay, you failed at that, and you really thought that was important. Guess what? You're okay. I say you're okay, because you're my child. Yeah. And that stabilizes us at a deep level, mm-hmm. I think, and it also helps us deal with criticism. I mean, right. we're going to constantly get criticism in the world. People are going to point out what we did wrong, mm-hmm. and we are going to fail, and we're not going to do everything perfectly, yeah. and we're going to get a lot of criticism. Yeah. And if I'm trying to get my worth based on my identity of my performance, yeah. and then I need the people to re- <laughs> reinforce that yeah. that's worthwhile, yeah. I'm going to be in trouble and yeah. not stable, yeah. and I'm going to be defensive and jealous, yeah. and I'm going to put down other people that are succeeding if I'm not succeeding because I don't want to see them and it becomes this severe cycle of destructive tendencies in relationships. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think having a good grasp on what God says is my identity mm-hmm. is going to be stabilizing emotionally 
It's going to help me handle criticism. It's going to be healthy for my relationships. Mm. And it's going to be easier to forgive other people because we don't need them to say nice things about us. We don't have to have them affirm our identity. We have God affirming our identity. And then we can, if we view ourselves as love, Mm -hmm. as a container of God's life, then we'll be able to gift that love and forgiveness to other people. Okay, so obviously this is a very impactful idea to understand who we are and who God says we are. How has it impacted you personally? Yeah, I think it's helped me handle criticism, for one thing. (laughs) Yeah. Like I said. Yeah. It also helps me know, it's like a lens to look at what my purpose is here, too. Mm. If God is love, and I'm made in His image, and I'm a container or a temple of the Holy Spirit, who is love, that's the number one fruit of the Spirit is love, right? That's the number one there. So as I move out as a container of God's life and love, then... It's going to look different when I go into the grocery store, hmm. right? I'm not going to the grocery store just to get food. I'm going in as a container of God's life and love. So it's going to impact my interactions. Yeah. Instead of getting frustrated, if I'm understanding and believing my identity as a person who's made in the image of God, a container of his life and love, it's going to govern when I go into the grocery store and have interactions, my conversation's going to be different. I'm not going to be getting annoyed with people when the lines are getting long mm. and they're getting in my way or they just beat me. Yeah. I think about Jesus. It said that he knew that he had come forth from the Father and then he was going back to the Father and that all things had been given into his hands. And knowing those things, that was his identity. Knowing that enabled him to get up wrap a towel around himself and wash the disciples' feet, do something that was difficult, that nobody wanted to do. It's a job of a servant, Mm. and it's the display of love in his life, and it's because he knew that about himself. And I think it's the same with us. When we know our identity in Christ, it empowers us to serve and to look at situations different. So when somebody criticizes me, Instead of reacting to that criticism with ugliness, with criticism back, with defensiveness, with something mean, or maybe even punching them, right? right? I can forgive them and be like Jesus on the cross that says, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing because I don't need that person to affirm an identity that I have. I have the Father that's affirming my worth and value, Mm. and it's like a lens that changes how I view circumstances. I don't respond to them in the same way. And then the criticism almost doesn't land mm. because you're, I'm focused on Christ and hearing what he has to say about me, that it doesn't land in the same way. So how do we get our mind to that place? Like, obviously, we can intellectually understand that my identity is found in God and that he loves me and that I'm a temple of the Holy Spirit and that I contain his love. But, you know, I'm going to the grocery store and I get frustrated by something that might not be my first thought. How do I get there? Yeah, that's a great question. And what's been helpful to me is God gave us emotions. And those emotions are clues into what we're thinking and what we're believing and what we're placing our identity in. And so if you start feeling frustrated, Mm -hmm. if I start feeling frustrated, that's a great clue right there. That's an alarm going off or a Mm -hmm. warning sign. Hey, something's going on here that's out of place. Your identity has shifted you're not remembering it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Instead of feeling guilty that you feel frustrated, that frustration should be an opportunity to go to God and mm. say, what's going on here, God, inside? What am I getting worth and value from? What am I viewing my purpose and identity here in this situation? 
If it's anger, it could be the same thing. Any of the emotions that God's given us is an opportunity to have a conversation with Him. And a lot of it is tied to where we're getting our worth and value and how we're seeing ourselves. Well, if you had a major takeaway, so someone's listening and they're not sure what their identity is or how to put it in God, what would you say to them? Uh, My advice would be to spend some time in Scripture. And in the Living in Jesus, we have a list of identities that we have in Christ. Yeah. When I started learning my identity in Christ, I would I had a list, and I put it up on the mirror. And then every day, I would look at it mm-hmm. and just go through and think about it and then believe that about myself, Yeah, right? It's a practice, really. It's a training. We're transformed by the renewal of our mind. Mm. And so it's a process of learning the truth of who we are yeah. and then embracing what God has said about ourselves. That's my takeaway is spend some time doing that. Yeah, The dividends are rich, not only in our own personal peace and joy and experience God's life, but also in our relationships. Yeah. We're a lot healthier to relate when we have a strong sense of self yeah. that's rooted in what God thinks about us. Yeah, that's what I love about this topic is it really is all-encompassing. When we start to really believe this, uh, that our identity is found in what Jesus says about us, it literally transforms every aspect of our life. And it, it does. It transforms the way we react, the way we think about it, everything. And it's just an amazing thing that something so core to who we are that when we believe the truth, it's so life-transforming. It is, and it's something that uh, maybe is not self-evident, yeah. but a lot of what we do does flow from our identity. And if we're just trying to change what we do and we never get to the core of who mm-hmm. we are... Yep then you're not going to be able to get a full transformation. Exactly. And God knew what he was doing when he gave us a new identity. And when he gives us all these statements about who we are and what gives us worth and value, when we really do start to believe that, it changes lots of things in our life. Yeah, it really does. Ben, thanks so much. I appreciate it. It's so awesome to take this topic head on and really figure out how to put our identity in what God has already said about us and who we really are already. So thanks so much. Thank you, Ross. And guys, thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of the Living in Jesus podcast. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. The Living in Jesus podcast is a production of Christian Families Today and is produced and edited by Ross O'Hare and Ben Brezina. Christian Families Today is a nonprofit discipleship counseling, training, and coaching ministry focused on equipping men, women, and children in how to build biblically healthy lives and families. You can visit our website at cftministry.org to find information about our ministry, the Living in Jesus study, and other free resources. If you are encouraged by this podcast, it would really mean a lot to us if you could take a minute and leave us a review. This podcast and all our free content is made available because of the generosity of people just like you from around the world. Until next week, Thank you and God bless.